Welcome, welcome to uh, a new Bad Praxis. Um, today, uh, Kennedy and I are joined by Kennedy Ken- and I and are uh, yeah are joined by our friend and uh, three-time guest uh, Amelia. Hello, Amelia. I'm back. I'm back because I couldn't get my own podcast to work because I got depressed oh. in quarantine. Oh. So I'm just hijacking yours. No, I- go off. Oh. Our- our house is your house. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, please. full disclosure, I'm working on making, like, something. I, it's probably my YouTube channel because I'm going to start doing video essays. But but I am trying to get a podcast together. And Kennedy could tell you a little yes. more about our attempt to do a first episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we fell off the rails. So I felt really, I felt really, really great about this. But um, I'm really bad at, at um making plans to do things and so we had a we recorded an episode and it was bad vibes bad juju and we said we're gonna come back in a couple days and we're gonna record a part two and a couple days months later yeah that was in like that what was that april march Oh my god, it probably it had to have been April. It was the point being April. is that we're gonna try again. I had my depressive breakdown of quarantine. Now I'm on the good vibes. We're on the apocalypse vibes because the apocalypse is coming, so I need to have some good vibes before it comes. Yeah, I am no longer like um the world is ending frowny face. I'm like the world is ending sunglass emoji, thumbs up emoji. Exactly. Emoji. Exactly. Wave emoji. Exactly. Uh, Surfboard emoji. In the vein of, of apocalypse vibes, we're gonna we're gonna take you on a journey through various 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 flavors of of sus and uh, third eye opening uh, areas of the internet. Man. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, oh, it's because I'm the child of Brace and Liz, so I'm gonna do both of their jobs <laughs> today. Yeah. So uh, there's Jeffrey honestly, Epstein. Yeah, have you heard? <laughs> yeah, Ch- Char- Charles uh, Epstein cheese. Oh my god! I gotta get I gotta get Liz's like perfect. She has the only vocal fry that's like cute. Yes. I don't know how oh. she does it. It's like it's crazy. I can't yeah. even do it. I, I can't. Crazy. Young, young Chomsky is a god. Is, she oh. says, says the way she says people is peep hole. And I like it. Bull. It's endearing Bull. somehow. It's like it's like Peep-ful. a cute little thing. She's Peep-ful. she has the voice of someone from the 1950s. It's she, it's adorable. She has Liz the, is like, one of the few voices that like narrate my thoughts in my life. If a gummy bear had a voice, it would sound like her. She's <gasps> that's so accurate, but uh, in like the best way. Like, or Liz, like, if, or if like, you ever listen to this, Liz, like, I love you. <laughs> like strawberry shortcake as an adult. Wait, that's so oh my god, that's so yeah. Accurate. Like that's that's what just came into my head. Like she like 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 some character that wears a hat made out of candy. Like that's what she sounds like. Very much. And Brace <laughs> has the voice of like the main character in a teenage English dub anime, if that makes sense. 
I was thinking like, like something a, about him is very cartoonish, but in a cute yes. way, like a fun way. The like most endearing way. The most endearing thing about Brace is how is his voice when he gets excited about something. You can tell he oh, just yeah. like he can't contain himself, and he's like he's like picking up his chair as he's talking or something. <laughs> interesting about both of them is that they have very and this is a total music thing but they have very melodic voices in that like yes race when he gets excited he like kind of like well actually and it like he'll his voice will like get high briefly and yeah. come down it's it's all beautiful right. it's a beautiful lovely show release an album everyone release an album true and on at yes. young chomsky oh drop the mixtape album give us give us a cover album just give us a give us a vocal version of the intro music an acapella I'd like to see what, what, do a cover wait. of War, What Is It Good For? Um, <laughs> what, what musicians, <laughs> like what musicians were on the Epstein oh God, Express? Brace, Brace singing War Pigs by uh, fucking Black Sabbath. <laughs> I, can, I can hear that in my head. Fun fact, that was my favorite song. American Idiot, but it's about Brace. <laughs> my favorite song as a toddler was War Pigs by Black Sabbath, and I would walk around my house screaming about generals gathering in their masks. What <laughs> uh, cool parents. Normal kid. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I had, I had boomer rock parents, yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> My other favorite oh, song God. was like big, like the song by AZDC about having big balls. I don't know what it's called. It's probably called Big Balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, ask me anything about the last 20 years of music and I probably will know something about it. When it comes to ACDC and that, that's like a lost generation to me. I don't remember anything. Well, I was raised I, on everything. I, was, so. I wasn't born. I wasn't in, in utero. So like, or rather, it was well, not I was, existent. I, so. I was also not existent when ACDC was making music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you got the education. So I'm like, 60 years old. You just can't tell. Six feet years old. Hell yeah. Fucking hell old lady. Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah, I mean, so moving on. What the fuck were we talking about? Um, (laughs) we were we were talking we were talking about our our favorite uh podcast. Our favorite. Oh yes, our one of our favorite podcasts. Yes, let's plug. Not the the most favorite podcast is Bad Praxis Pod. You're currently (laughs) listening to Bad Praxis Podcast. The the Uh, rare and in the rare and coveted like reverse plug. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, that brings me to my next point, which is let's talk about Jake Paul, who does this very constantly, where he'll, he'll be watching a video of his and he'll be like, don't forget, uh, subscribe to my channel and to, you know, I'm, I'm doing the YouTuber thing, basically. But point being, calls uh, to action. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're here for. I'm, I'm teaching you the way of the YouTuber because YouTube is going to take over all kids under the age of 15's minds and brains and rot them from the inside out. Oh, we're having a great time. So maybe maybe explain how they're gonna rot like the 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 eight year olds' brains and cause them to uh, uh, eat everyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So first, I want to start off by saying YouTube is inescapable. There's not really another alternative to video on the internet that's public. Like, there's Daily Motion. No one uses that. Vimeo, which is only used by film students. It's not really an alternative, and it comes out of the fact that video hosting takes a lot of processing power, data, servers, etc. It is a lot of data goes into video hosting, and a free video hosting website like YouTube, oh boy, that's a lot of data. So 
YouTube has a interesting kind of, it would be kind of like if we were to have a private space program and that like the nature of how much it costs, we don't really have an opportunity to make competitors. Not like competitors would change anything because capitalism is still hell, but it definitely allows YouTube to get away with a lot of shit that they shouldn't get away with. Now, I want to be clear that the solution to this is not to stop using YouTube. Everything I'm about to say is happening, but you need to be aware of it because there really isn't a solution because we live in hell in the end times and the apocalypse and the apocalypse will be preceded by Jake Paul naying a fucking child on vlog. But let's talk about what I'm talking about here. <laughs> exactly. So you both know about what did you watch when you were like younger? When you guys were in like middle school or maybe like late elementary school? Like what did you guys watch? The fucking Ed Ed Nettie kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey Arnold. Uh salute your shorts. Arnold. Like the 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 classic Nickelodeon live action stuff. Any of you like what age would you say is like your first year that you were on like YouTube and stuff? I mean, I was well, in I high was... school when YouTube was invented, so Okay, so you're I old have... for I'm talking to Kennedy who's six feet old. <laughs> I have I have vivid uh memories of finding like so I was two online and I was probably exposed to things like same, same. like movie wise and like TV wise. Like I'm a, I'm a bad I'm a bad judge for like what is and what isn't good because I was like watching fucking clerks when I was four with my brothers. Uh like <laughs> like I didn't really have like a I was watching like um not another teen movie and all that shit when I was like yeah six so like I I would say like in like 2010 like do you remember do any of you remember because maybe this is just me because I've been on YouTube I'm gonna say conservatively probably around 2009 was when I really got into it though like definitely yeah. in fifth grade I was definitely watching but like I remember Tom Ska and Ed's World and like Cap and Death yeah they were a little bit racy but they were mo like, like edgy and that there were like some jokes about like I'm gonna shoot a cake or something like there was like a little bit of edgy humor to it but like for the most part it was nonsensical it was lots of like is I'm going to get my the spork of doom it was like very childish but in a way that wasn't like traumatizing childish like we were oh watching God. shit that charlie really the mean. unicorn yes charlie the unicorn fred you know stuff like that like fred yeah kind of inappropriate Fucking... but like he didn't do really it's... anything that inappropriate he would just like occasionally use cuss words and we'd freak out about it and like it was kind of making fun of a disabled kid like that's bad and i'm not saying that like fred is a good thing i'm just saying it wasn't overtly like mind controlly, traumatizing stuff like that, which brings me right. to my point of why I'm not trying to excuse that stuff. I'm just trying to draw a contrast because now you don't have children and you don't have young sisters, brothers, uh, uh, siblings. Uh, you don't have uh, nieces or nephews or whatever, or any young, if you don't interact with young people, probably don't really know what's going on for young people on YouTube. You probably have seen Lele Pons or Jake Paul trending and been like, who the fuck is watching these people because they're so bad and they're so crappy. It's not teenagers and they admit this. So I'm going to start out by saying a lot of my research on these things comes from um, Nerd City, who's done a lot of deep dives. Drew Gooden's done a lot of deep dives. Yes, Rico and Noelle Miller have done good deep dives. I just want to give uh, them all Dana credit Gonzalez before I start talking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to come a little bit later, but all of them I want to give credit now. Um, Dan from Folding Ideas on YouTube is a 
big person who talks about like YouTube culture and things like that. Um, but I just want to give them all credit before I start talking in case someone's like, oh, I've already watched these videos, blah, 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 blah. Oh, the videos will also be videos in the show notes. Sorry. Yeah, well, they'll be in the show notes so you can watch them yourself. But I'm going to be summarizing a lot of this. Basically, you look at this and a lot of people will just be like, oh, my God, this shit is so corny. Who thinks that Lele Pons is funny? Who thinks that Jake Paul is interesting? Blah, 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 blah. They both openly admit that their audience is kids from around what they say is from around eight to 15 or 16. The truth is it's more like kids from around five to 13. This right. is content. They are content creators for young kids, kids who probably can spell some words and make some comments and know how to use the internet because they we're born with it. They're not like making coherent, um, good viewing decisions they kind of just watch what their friends like or watch what the algorithm recommends you know right so and like um, if you, sorry if you look at the oh, YouTube com if you look at the comments on any of these videos like you'll see like it's like a bunch of kids being like i'm here and i'm nine because you know you're a kid on the internet yeah like, talk, i like, love I'm, you jake yeah like yeah i i'm 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 six and i this is my first youtube video i just stole my mom's credit card out of her purse so that i could buy v bucks on which is another thing a lot of those family channels that you guys that, that are watched those are more banal because they're crappy and horrible people but they're not like we're gonna get not, into in a second yeah, they're not daddy of five but there are a lot of those people who like make those family channels will make jokes about like can use your mom's credit card to buy Fortnite bucks or like make sure you use your credit card which brings you to my first point about these channels they are breaking the okay i'm gonna say allegedly for a lot of this because i don't want any of this to come up and get sued but for the most part nerd city and other people felt comfortable not using allegedly i'm gonna use allegedly because i don't want anyone to get in trouble allegedly they are breaking a shit ton of laws um relating to child advertising advertising on the internet child online privacy protection whatever blah, 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 blah. because right. which brings my first point Jake paul and lily ponds have so much advertising that if it was aired on a normal channel it would get immediately fixed that like like if, if abc were to air any of the stuff they post to their channel they would get hit with huge fines and lawsuits and stuff like that because in an average jake paul vlog not a skit but a vlog Around 50 to 75% is literally just plugs for his merch, for his tour, mm -hmm. for um, paying stuff for, like, this is well documented. Like, he, his videos aren't, like, made for coherent adults. They're made for children who, as in his own words, he said, you really have to hammer it home with kids. It is every... 10 seconds mm -hmm. he'll be like and don't forget about my merch it'll be oh and we're going on a tour of my house just like how i'm going on tour he has a christmas video from a couple years ago where the chorus to the song is buy my merch buy my merch buy my merch tell your mom to buy my merch like it is literally so blatant that if anyone bothered to watch this shit you'd be like what the fuck like oh. like this is too on the nose to be a joke about advertising online like it's uh, it's too much. so blatant, and Lele isn't on the hook. Is is isn't off the hook either. We're just she's more deeply embedded in this stuff. So, for example, she's almost entirely skits, bad, unfunny, stupid skits, but skits nonetheless. And there's, for example, a skit she has about 
So all of her skits are basically meant to be for like elementary school kids. So she mm-hmm. acts like a middle schooler slash a high schooler in all of them, even though she's like nearing her late twenties, if not already thirty. Um, she has a skit about getting cheated on with her boyfriend, and th- literally as if it were like like you, you it's beyond parody. One Amanda Cerny or whatever says, "Oh well, I have this new stuff from the Cover Girl Katie Cat collection." Oh my we God. can use to make you look beautiful and make him feel better. And then it's then she literally looks at the screen and goes, buy it now. And they spend the rest of the video basically doing an in-skit like promotional advertisement for CoverGirl's new collection. Snap out of it. Here's the plan, all right? You're five steps ahead of him, okay? He doesn't know that you know that he's cheating on you. What do you mean? We're gonna go to Coachella. Coachella! I don't get it. He's gonna be there with the other girl, right? And you're gonna look hot, though. You're gonna make him jealous. Make him regret it. Yes! He's gonna be so jealous, he's gonna go all up on you, and then you're gonna be like, oh no, I know you're cheating on me, back off! Oh! Get it? So how do we do it? Get up, get up, get up! All right, we're here to make you feel better. Look what we got online for you. you it's the CoverGirl Katie Cat Pearl Collection. It's gonna be so pretty on you. I've heard of this! And for limited time only, make sure you get it online. And in stores now. She never says, this is an ad. She says, I'm partnering with CoverGirl. Like, I'm sorry. It's bad enough when adult beauty gurus do that shit. Like, that shit is already slimy and stuff. Children. Children who don't have a concept of their own self-image yet. They don't have a concept of what makeup is. A lot of them don't really understand relationships. They're being, from a young age, primed by their beloved favorite creators because i'm sorry there's a lot of six-year-olds who love lele pons if you see her meet and greets they're almost all six to eight-year-olds right who are internalizing this message which is why in the 80s people we made this shit illegal like you can't have um can't turn on transformers and then also have the advertising be um Hasbro and their toy company like that became illegal you can only have 17 and a half percent i think um, advertising on children's programs, which is why a lot of um, TV people market their uh, obviously childish content and they market as being for 13 and older so they can get out of it. However, right. things like Blue's Clues, Sesame Street, Peppa Pig, they can't do that and they're they're con- confined to these regulations about children's, like, like advertising for children's, children merchandise, blah, blah, blah. Now, under a socialist economy, Children shouldn't be advertised to. Like it's it's been a debate since the fucking 1800s. You literally should not be doing that. Like that's not. You shouldn't be advertising to kids because they're so impressionable. Regardless of that, Jake Paul and Lele Pons are just two examples of people who take it to such an extreme where it is beyond parody. How they are taking advantage of kil- children. Like the thing where like tell your mom to buy my merch. That's called peddling and it's illegal. Like it's illegal. I don't know. If- Technically, what he said was illegal because free speech or whatever, but like you're not allowed to advertise to children by saying, make sure to tell your parents to buy it now. That's not legal. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to put like the transform, like the Pepsi logo on a transformer in a briefly in mm-hmm. a movie. Like you're not supposed mm-hmm. to actually have the transformer look at the camera and say, like, you know. I would love an ice cold Pepsi. Yeah, to tell, oh, tell, no. tell your mom to buy an Audi. Mm hmm. And that brings me to another point about 
Lele and Jake Paul and all this stuff. So you may say, okay, well, they're advertising the kids constantly and the kids don't know any better because, but then why are the kids watching it? You may ask. Let's get into extremely inappropriate. So there's gonna be three phases. We're gonna talk about why are the kids watching it? And then after that, we're gonna talk about why does YouTube tolerate this when it's been called out so much? But second is why are the kids watching it? So the Lele Pons, and this is why I talked about um, what did you watch when you were a kid? Because difference is very stark in the in the kinds of content that Lele and Jake make compared to what we watched as kids with like Fred and Ed's World and things like that that are great, like edgy, but not what we're talking about here. So I have some links that'll be in the description, but like I just showed them this is a thumbnail. This is an actual Jake Paul thumbnail. It has Jake standing in the background while Logan, I think, um, it's called Surprising Best Friend Riley Reed with a striptease. It has 558,000 views. Um, I don't know how to describe this picture at all. I'm going okay. to copy and paste this again so you guys can comment because I'm literally lost for fucking words. Uh, Bob or Kennedy, you want to take this one? It looks like a porn well, thumbnail. One, one second. Like I, porn hold on. Like it, we, it looks like, like it looks like it's a on a you know a website that says eighteen or over when you click on it. Like it, a girl, like Riley Reed is in literal lingerie. You see her whole fucking ass. Jake or Logan, whoever one of the blonde ones is half naked in, in a bed. There's no thing. It looks like Riley's about to pull down the sheets to you know go to town down there, and then. Again, it's called Surprising Best Friend Riley Reed with a Striptease. Now, obviously, this wouldn't be available on the YouTube Kids app. We'll get into how that he gets around that later. But, like, most kids are not supervised by their parents when they're online after a certain age. It's just... No. It doesn't happen. Kids are watching this shit. It's a lot of... Lele Pons has six purposely childish topics and then makes them, like, gross. Like, I can't pull out all the clips here because... It's in the a lot of the Nerd City video it focuses on this, but like you'll see it whether it's like he made a video about Dora that said, "Can you check out the twerker here?" and then had all of her friends twerking in a video for children that could very easily be Googled if you just look up like Dora the Explorer. It might come up because YouTube algorithm promotes her so much. There's a video right. about Toy Story where all the people are cussing and screaming and shit like that. Like all of her friends again about toys coming to life is Lele Pons and all of her who has admitted that her videos are for people eight and older cussing and saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. Like this is being advertised to children. This is what children are watching is this like graphic violence, which brings me to another example of inappropriate content for kids. It comes from Jake. A couple of, uh, I think probably like around a year ago, I'm not really sure about the date. It might've been two years ago. Don't quote me on this. He decided to do a creepy sauce thing where it was obviously an adult can tell the difference between faked and like staged and real. It was obviously staged where he had these people in scary clown masks pretend to abduct him and his girlfriend at the time, Erica. And, and like in four days, you'll see what happens with Jake. And then it ended up being like a merch thing or whatever. Who, who fucking knows? But again, children can't tell. So there is like, if you Google like Jake Paul, abduction like there are hundreds of results of like six-year-olds kids who i was like concerned for who are sobbing in these videos talking about like 
please let Jake and Erica go. Like, please call the police. What the, like, please don't abduct them. Please abduct me. They're sobbing in these videos because they don't understand. This is frightening to them. The guy gets out a butcher knife. Like it, okay. It's maybe as bad as a PG-13 movie, like a, like a horror movie. It's not like, you can obviously tell that it's fake, but to a six-year-old, see your favorite it would be like if on blues clues steve got abducted by a scary clown like so that's frightening i had so i have a so a question i have a question about the reason why this video was made so mm -hmm. so much of like what you've said like jake paul's like reason for being on youtube is to to hawk his merch you said like 75 percent of his videos are merch sales so why like, why go to, like, this level with a video? Because this dude's just a... F I, I don't... Is it just really, because I mean, he's a like, edgy. Think about it. I this just, is the, like, the brother of the guy who went in the suicide force and thought that was a good thing to post. Yeah, These like, they're are, not The thing about Jake is that he's weird. Go, go ahead, Kennedy. I'm gonna... Yeah. I just... I just wasn't sure you guys could hear me. I keep getting booted, and I have been... I've been trying to talk. Ah. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to say, like, a lot of... So, like, this style, like, not exactly in this, like, to this extreme, but this has become popular. Where, like, every mm -hmm. kid's channel has, like, some nefarious, like, like thing that, like, has to, like, spur on the call to action. Like, I just watched these videos about, like, um, they, like, all the, like, this bad guy that was, like, centered in a bunch of, like, different kids' channels videos that, like, made people, like, genuinely concerned, like, these kids are concerned for their careers or their favorite YouTubers because this, like, evil, like, game fucking something something is, like, threatening to, like, I don't know, delete their videos or something as if, like, you know, like, kids don't understand that, like, a YouTuber can, like, like, repost videos uh, that they're probably all saved to some hard drive somewhere anyway, but, like, you know, making kids feel like there's some existential reason to support them um yeah and it's and also it's like yeah it's a parasocial relationship that they formed like these kids have and everyone has with them like every every person has a parasocial relationship with a lot of the celebrities that they like or whatever but like for kids they don't discern that it's parasocial right right exactly like i going into like watching a vlog as an adult because i didn't start watching vlogs until I was, you know, in my late teens, I just wasn't as interested in that kind of content. But like, I can tell when somebody is or like, I love like beauty videos. And I remember the big scandal of like a bunch of people uh, being exposed to actually be sponsored uh, for actually being sponsored by by makeup brands without like disclosing. And so like now they have to like, pre pretend like you said that they're doing quote unquote partnerships with brands and you know like somebody will get like two hundred dollars worth of hair products sent to them and still be like you guys know like i'm not influenced by this at all these are 100 percent my opinions and like for one there's a bit of an element of like you know this is a tangent but like there are people who who don't have that like agency so like if they if they do get sent uh like if they have a makeup channel it's through an agency who gets them or like they're able to do it because they have an agent that like gets them deals with brands and so like they you know they have to they have to lie like the majority of the creators aren't like Tati Westbrook who have like you know millions of supporters and they have their own brands and they're like financially successful outside of YouTube most people they are 
like only able to do YouTube because they work directly with those brands. And so they have to stay in their favor or else their careers are over. And so like, I know that. But when I was 14, I didn't know that. And when I was 14 is when they were lying about it. You know, and I remember being influenced even then by like how, by how like, it, it, it's like you're being bombarded and it's like YouTube as a whole like kind of exists to like, like it, sh it shapes people right like and there's like you know depending on like where your algorithm takes you like you can be like watching fucking Fortnite videos and you'll be brought to you know some awful yeah. political video and so like the, al the algorithm as a whole could be a yeah. whole episode itself yes. the way that the, the youtube algorithm. algorithm incentivizes um alt-right videos the way it incentivizes um it incentivizes, the way it incentivizes everything it incentivizes family videos that show too much of their children it incentivizes fucking mm -hmm. uh just, just some of the most insidious like 14 year old girls that look like 28 year old women like like, yeah, this is like it. Like, the algorithm is shaping, shaping our youth in a really negative way. Well, I mean, I just want to. I, I I want to into more weird shit that's in these Jake Paul videos because if you watch in like Jake Paul's dad among his friends is a funny joke that his dad is a creep. Like his mom is in a bunch of videos talking about how hot her sons are and like make oh. jokes about like he she's like talked about like she's been in actually in a lele pons video making a really weird joke about how she wants to this is not me saying this so this is not me if you take this out of context like not me but fucking she's literally says and it's painful to say this but like i will i want to ride that black dick basically but like you know <gasps> I'm like it's meant to be like Oh, it's so funny. My mom's so crazy and she's like a she's a cougar and it's like funny, but it's like this is what kids are watching. Right. And like that's disturbing. That's really not and they have videos of like uh, there's a video where Jake's like family like they like the, like they basically have her their her whatever, a girlfriend a kissing thing where like a bunch of guys kiss her just to guess who's who and they let the creepy dad kiss her at one point and like just everything about it is just really it's weird dude that that family has like some third eye opening stuff going on where they're like as i'm not saying they're doing incest i'm just it's weird it is okay. so not pleasant and then lele has the whole thing where like every video like there's a video on this channel that literally if it was posted if, if she didn't have the protection of youtube she probably could go to jail for it's called hot it's called sexy substitute teacher where she plays a high schooler who has oh, a God. hot substitute teacher for gym class and they and the substitute teacher in the dance unit or something like it's a lot less subtle than this it's like a show me what you got and so then Lele suddenly is in really skimpy clothing, pretending to be a high schooler dancing for to get laid by a substitute teacher in high school. Jesus like Christ, like that, literal. There's a reason why I'm porn saying sites. this is a good idea. College professor. Like there is a reason because one, kids do that that, that. that that's so close. That's so racy and close to touching the line of like condoning, um, 
like pedophilia rape. and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, rape. Yeah. Also, and sexualizing that, it for children, like for the context for of children. children. That's the thing is that so at least on think porn website, people know what they're getting into. And we could talk about right. how porn's evil another day, but right now, like that is a message being sent to literal fucking children of like, you, your hot teacher, you're, I'm going to dance for him. And that means I get to fuck him as a theoretically 17 year old girl, 16. I'm being generous with the 17. Like, She's meant to be in high school. It's filmed in a high school. That is right. horrifying. Like, and that's what I mean by third eye opening. Like, what the fuck is going on with this content? Like, it's aggressively bad where there's all these channels roasting it and how bad it is. But the message, when you start watching it more and more, you realize it's all either advertisement or it's very not appropriate for kids. One of the most insidious things about Lele Pons is that she titles her videos in a way that, like, as Nerd City puts it, like, in a moment where someone is really vulnerable, like a child is like, how to not get bullied. There's literally a Lele Pons video yes. called How to Not Get Bullied. And it's you know bullied, what that video is about? It's Lele's making, it's making fun of kids. She has a bunch of kids right. in a room and she makes jokes about how they're all ugly. And it's like, she talks about how one uh, how one boy looks like a girl and is coming out of a closet. Yeah. She talks about like uh, uh, boys getting hit by girls um, and how it's like uh, wimpy. And um, at one point, at one point, the little boy responds to being bullied by the girl with like uh, asking her out on a date. Which, sorry, also not a not a positive. Uh, oh, I didn't thing. like when everyone when I was a kid would say, "Oh, they're bullying you because they like you." Yeah, I would. I would love to be uh, treated like shit by a guy, and then think that that meant that he liked me. That was good for my brain when I was when it's I was. It's good a child. to have that normalized. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good to normalize that for boys too. That being treated like shit, I, I was like, oh, that actually means that he really cares about me. If he's going to, you know, call me stupid and ugly and fat, you know, that's great. You know, love to see that. You know, <laughs> that's a really healthy that's message it. to be he sending knows, women. Right, right. Like this is the person that knows what's best for me. Fuck. That's evil. That's genuinely evil shit. That's genuinely yeah, evil And so shit. She, she titles her videos like that. And it's like, I'm sorry. That crosses a fucking line when you're doing this shit. And it's like, you know what you're doing. She's admitted she knows what she's doing. Like, and also, that's part of the reason that regulation, these cover regulations started coming through. But what's so fucking insidious is that, this brings me to YouTube, um reason that none of this will actually get enforced is because they make way too much money so all this copper regulation shit is just going to be affecting the small creators so um dan olson actually has a video about kappa that's really really good i highly recommend it but he talks about how kappa is not going to affect lele pons and the jake pauls because they have the protection of youtube which we'll get into into a moment who it does affect because of their dumb fuck algorithm is bunch of like for example model toy makers not, but, uh, children are not watching 40 minute restoration of a barbie doll videos and also no there's nothing objectionable about that content to begin with but like even then because the name barbie is in the name or like toy is all of these people who have very small followings make almost no money they're hobbyists are getting their channels marked as demonetized because of kappa because Suddenly now, any anything that's even related to a subject matter that's not powerful, they'll get demonetized, but Jake Paul and Lele Pons will get promoted to trending. Things that are actually harmful. Right. And they'll be number one on trending all the time. And the reason for that, and in fact, 
This brings me to my next point. Lily Pons is not only, even though everyone kind of loathes her on the channel, except for her children's stands, like everyone loathes her, no one likes her. I keep getting these fucking advertisements for this docu-series, which is basically modeled after Shane Dawson um, ameliorating, mm -hmm. to, to put it mildly, ameliorating Jeffree Star's reputation. Jeffree Star. Which we should, we should just say that, like, Shane Dawson, like, I should say, I think that Shane Dawson's, like, faux, like, revelatory veneer about just the dumbest mm -hmm. shit, I think is, mm -hmm. I think is genuinely, like, melting kids brain it's so like he'll talk about how like bad a bunch of companies are and then it'll be like oh like uh, iphone is like listening to you when you have an app open right like yeah like i would highly recommend the video by big joel called the existential horror yes. of jake paul yes, where he talks so about how everything in jake's in shane dawson's faux documentaries is nothing more than a way to justify like you're not a bad person if you like this objectively terrible human being. It's, it is everything about that. I can't summarize that video because it's very existential and very interesting. But point being, like, that's one thing. Also, as a side note, Jake Paul, oh, sorry, not, uh, Shane Dawson uh, literally has worked with and is, like, around InfoWars people. So what? what? it's what? great. Yeah, you don't oh, know wait, this. Like, wait. he's talked about, yeah. I, uh, I remember, I know that he did a video on Blair White's channel. I didn't know anything about InfoWars people. Oh, his biggest video that he had on conspiracies is like three hours fucking long. Trust me, I used to watch his conspiracy videos back when they were like stupid conspiracies, like who the fuck is little Michaela and stuff like that. Like, I didn't like Shane Dawson at the time, but I had friends who watched him and so I watched him and also like one view is not going to make everything if I'm not promoting him, but I'm not proud right. of the fact that I watched him because, again, in retrospect, out of the shit said, is suspect, but the biggest suspect thing about it is that in his conspiracy video, there's documented ties, and again, Shane's not gonna listen to this, so who gives a shit? But like, literally, he's worked and added people at Infowars. He's promoted conspiracies from Infowars. Like, he is a he. he acts oh like he's wait, I do remember. I yeah. do remember him uh, fucking uh, tweeting uh, Paul Joseph Watson like, "I love your work, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. you're great." Like, I remember that yes, shit. You literally did that. Yeah, yeah. And so point being, like, Shane sucks. But the point, th th that was just to say that YouTube is learning from his way of ameliorating uh, Jeffree Star's reputation, which never should have been ameliorated. That dude should not have any platform. Fuck him. I don't care if he comes after me. He's a piece of shit. Um, I'm not scared of you. Fuck you, Jeffree Star. What are you going to um, do, but... Jeffree? Block me? Fucking yeah, what are you gonna do block me and me? be racist to my friends like yeah oh my god i'm so yeah, scared what you, like mm -hmm. what are you gonna do the call another like, prominent black hi how are you like fuck you. <laughs> yeah fucking make but, a, fucking make an eyeshadow palette making fun of me looks like, chalkier than fucking chalk yeah. <laughs> just fucking send what are you me some what are you gonna do give me some ugly ass eyeshadow <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do send me a black on my sidewalk <laughs> Anyways, what are you but gonna do? They've like, learned not at me with your actual fucking teeth. Never mind, that's me. Never mind. Been weird. <laughs> Anyways, I I got, got his ass. Exactly, got it. So, but they learned from how Shane emulated reputation, and now they're promoting this fucking Lele Pons documentary that's six parts about how I have OCD. The internet hates me. It's so hard to do. It. It's like. Oh my god, because Lele Pons has been literally sponsored by Google, which is like unheard of. Wait, what? The trending yeah, 
One of her videos yeah. was sponsored by Google. She has videos with YouTube CEO Susan Wozniaksi or whatever the fuck her name is. I don't know what it is. I just know her name is Washing Machine. Uh, her name is Susan. Also, it's not racist because I'm Eastern European. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but see, she has, um, which, oh my God, that's going to get connected. Oh God, I don't care at this point. Susan Washing Machine is ruining people's brains. I don't care. She has videos <laughs> has, um, Prominently featured in the rewind, which I know gets downloaded every year, but it still means that they want to promote her. And they literally changed the rules of the trending page so that they could pick and choose who's at the top. They will pick Lele's video and let it sit at the top for like a week because they mm -hmm. want as many possible. Universal Music Group has given her a deal. She's been sponsored by huge corporations, like as I said, CoverGirl, Google, like all of these fucking things. She's this is another fun thing. She's a white Venezuelan. So she's <laughs> ATT had her made a video about how my people are eating garbage in the street. <gasps> and it's oh, like, somebody oh, somebody took God. my grandfather's like, slaves. Oh, how yeah, yeah. So sad. I think that Jean Inez is like such a girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> when she, when she, uh, when she said that indigenous people uh, couldn't be actually indigenous because they were wearing shoes it was it was uh cool because they were men and she's a woman and so it was woke. <laughs> the point being is that um she is heavily heavily promoted by youtube now the uh, conspiracy brain in me is like they're doing this because you know they want to get the children part of the u.s empire blah blah blah, blah. but there's a simple Occam's razor answer, which is that she is able to make content that can be masqueraded as being for people above the age of 16, even though it's not because it is graphic. She can pretend because she came from Vine to be something that appeals to early Zoomers, even though she knows and everyone knows that her content is for kids. And what mm -hmm. do advertisers want more than anything? eyes and ears of children and it's a workaround where she will get literally she gets her videos are rated pg which is extremely advantageous for ad revenue for um visibility for the algorithm like literally youtube will bend over backwards to defend her to defend jake not so much defend as in come out and defend them but keep their mouth shut them. and keep right protect them exactly because youtube makes it on godly amount of money from their advertisers who are all who are more than happy to turn their turn their face away and not notice the fact that they're advertising to children because they because that's an opportunity that they can't get on tv they can get it on the internet they're going to take it which brings me to and the real weird, wacky, crazy shit on YouTube. Real, like, real third quick. Eye, real quick. Third eye is just mm -hmm. fucking wide. Before Go, Bob, get your third eye open. Okay. Before, so the 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 quote about Jake Paul that like one of the reasons I've been so quiet during this episode is that I've just been I've been thinking about this for about thirty minutes was when Amelia when you quoted Jake Paul as saying with kids you've really got to hammer it home. Mm. And he said that in the interview, yes. In knowing what we're about to talk about. I don't like that. I'm going to I'm going to 
I'm just I'm gonna sit awake all night just staring into a fucking mirror. Yeah, let's put a pin on that for in the future. Put a pin in that. So let's talk about the slightly less disturbing stuff before we get to the real disturbing stuff. So, YouTube Kids is an app that theoretically like blocks out content that's inappropriate. Now, how Jake and some people get around it is that if you if you type in just Jake Paul without the space, you can watch whatever you want, like from his channel on the Kids app. But even if you aren't a kid who realizes that, if you type in Jake Paul, he has been going on something of a tour. Family channels and family channels are perfect for kids. So you have videos in which he's hanging out with like these families, making these babies cry by screaming at them for getting into their Ferrari, or like one of the ones that was the most disturbing because. I was just disturbing is he was on a trampoline with like a very small child and the child did a barrel roll which like thank god no one got hurt but at the time think about it some dumb nine-year-old is gonna see that have a baby brother take the baby brother onto the trampoline and people are gonna get hurt because jake paul did it you know right you're trying to recreate it mm-hmm. and so this is a back way, backdoor way where jake can still get jake and all these advertisers can still target children on the kids app which like theoretically parents chose because they don't want their kids watching this shit and still be exposed to this content and then we get to the real shit that's on the kids app so some of you might know about this thing called elsa gate which is kind of made it big in 2017 i'd say is when it really blew up because of this article called something is wrong on the internet by james bridal is fast this is one of the great there's a, a few articles that have been written on online in general this was a medium article that i think about all the fucking time one of them is this one called instagram face but this one um the main thesis point says as i quote Someone or something or some combination of people and things is using YouTube to systematically frighten, traumatize, and abuse children automatically and at scale, and it forces me to question my own beliefs about the internet at every level. So kids' YouTube is weird already. We've talked about how Jake and Lele make shitty videos, but you also might know about, like, surprise egg things or that one kid who makes a million (laughs) dollars a year off of unboxing toys. Like, there's a lot of weird videos that I guess children find interesting because they're low effort but they're very engaging and it's like oh let's just it's very captivating to watch people just open toys all day you know I like bro you don't know how many fucking chatting about new makeup releases videos I've watched right exactly birds like we love this shit I've been watching fucking birch box videos since I was 15 I can't say shit about kids watching toy unboxings exactly and then yeah yeah, I knew what I was watching yeah exactly and like that's not that's it's kind of crappy but that's not really a problem i would much rather a kid watch toy unboxings than jake paul same with like nursery rhymes the problem comes with what the algorithm recommends after you your mom turns on twinkle twinkle little star or whatever so there are these videos that i don't know how else to describe them other than how daniel's input which is metadata slurry of titles which will say things like your family, Frozen Elsa, Playtime, uh, Abortion, Lethal Injection, uh, Fun Family Finger Song. Yeah. Oh my God. Or <laughs> Minecraft, SpongeBob, Abduction, Kidnapping, Shrek, Elsa, Finger Family, Fun Time Song. Because the titles don't matter. Because on, ki- on YouTube Kids, 
all the title is is an algorithm like it's a it's a entry key point for the algorithm because these kids who are watching this are young read. can't read they just see elsa spider oh and they watch it now i don't know how to describe this on a podcast other than disturbing as i alluded to in the titles disturbing content ensues so it's a proliferation of rel what starts as relatively normal kids videos like you turn on peppa pig and then the next video is from some randomly titled channel that is um halloween finger family peppa pig ghost uh ghost resurrection fun family finger time song collection and it'll be a video in which peppa pig is getting um like abducted or or, or Elsa like gored by a, by a demon yeah. right exactly if you watched danny gonzalez video about those like um papa things and how those are weird think that but the weirdness of that plus like a disturbing aspect where it's not just like something's kind of weird about this obviously this person doesn't really speak english but now it's like oh my god this is horrifying why are like you extremely this? unsubtle uh, like it's moloch worshiping evil shit yeah some truly some truly dark dark and chaotic and twisted shit and i have i i posted in this in this uh chat thing some examples of the kind of shit that gets posted even as soon as a couple months ago so there was one someone found and posted the elsa gate subreddit said five little hitler jumping on the bed nursery rhymes for children 3d animation fun time and it's literally like these weird um, CGI. Uh, I don't know how to describe them. It's so difficult like, to describe. Like, po like, po like polygon hit Hitlers. If uh, yeah. So like, if anyone that that's played video games for a while, they they look like the characters from Half Life One. Very, <laughs> yeah. Very recognizable, but also very not real. So this is, I've, I've described it enough. If you don't get it totally, we'll have these links in the description so you can look at, at what these things actually look like. The important part comes to what the fuck is going on with these videos. So these videos have disturbing aspects where they'll talk about murder, assault, beating people up, um, rape gets involved in it. There's a lot of weird sexual stuff. There's a lot of pregnancy, mm -hmm. lethal like injection. Like porn. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this one that we have in here is... Strong ice cream, Sonic, Piggy Paw Patrol, realistic monster school, funny animation, Minecraft. And would anyone like to describe what this thumbnail looks like? This is all, uh, copy this down so we can uh, see who wants to describe what this is. Um, I guess. I don't know how to describe this. So, okay. So the best way I can describe this is that it is a baby with Sonic's head with a pacifier. The, the the Sonic slash human baby has a Minecraft sword stuck in its chest. There are bloody handprints all over the screen and then kind of like a stock Minecraft background. And it it's also looks weird. like the, it looks like the um the it kind of looks like the person watching the video is supposed to be like the one that did it. Yeah, it's almost like a first person view and it's it's a live stream with live stream with like 2100 people watching. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to find a good example of a video that we could maybe insert like a clip of the the audio to make it easier but like 
it's very unsettling to say the least and it's disturbing and it's uh, it, it all together you watch this shit and beyond even if there's not like graphic elements to it like it's not literally one of these graphic things you'll watch them and it just it feels best way I can describe it is how Dan also describes it which is that it's like an inverse Turing test where whether it was created by an algorithm or created by people I don't know if it really matters because the end result is this decidedly not human thing. It's a very unhuman experience to watch this shit. And his videos have hundreds of thousands of views, if not millions. Like a suspiciously high amount of views. And dozens of mid-roll ads. Mm-hmm. And as, a, and as an adult, like we can watch shit like this and, and see that it's unsettling wrong. see this unsettling children, this wrong. they don't understand well and 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 like the first thing that pops into my mind is like what what does this do to like a developing brain like and, the, and okay, when elsa gate happened outside, there was a lot of writing about this you know when when elsa gate broke out in 2017 there was a lot of child psychologists like sounding the alarm like this will make people desensitized later in life to trauma like this is not a healthy like this is traumatizing kids and also preparing them to be like a not understand pain and shit like that but nothing happened from it nothing Holy happened it so just like vanished. that's that's like a that's like an easy thing that i see with this but but what where my brain went was even even taking out like the like the depraved sexuality or the violence out of these what does being inundated like the developing brain being inundated with like these even just like the deeply weird stuff like what kind of like like I mean, I'm stupid. I don't know what changes would happen to a child's brain because of this. But I would imagine that being, you know, watching like four hours of of algorithm, like videos made by an like algorithm cannot be. Can, you, It doesn't step machine doesn't spit out like a functional human being at the end. Right. And like, I can only associate this sort of like unreal reality with like something like horrifically scary like the only thing that I can think of to connect that to is like watching like Courage the Cowardly Dog and like the like the the weird scene and the with like the weird floating organ thing that's like you're not perfect you're not perfect and like I don't know yeah. like why and that was horrifying like, yeah as a kid and like that's that's what honestly the the that that the fear that something like that invokes is the only thing that i can connect this like algorithm based content or algorithm created or yeah. algorithm writing content because it might just be people who are just like let's fucking throw everything at the wall and see how much money we can how much money we can make which is what and, it like, is it, right yeah. and like i so, I, like, I did want to oops you go ahead. I was just I did want to ask like the like especially the videos with like disturbing violence or sexual content. Are these are they still ad supported? What I was going my next point was going to be about this after Kennedy, whatever you wanted to add. Uh no, it's fine. I I I was I was trying to put a button on what I was saying, but I think I had yeah. to add. <laughs> yeah. So 
this is where things get really, this is where the, the, the third eye really starts to open up because people can say all this shit. And this is what I think a lot of people get, when people get pissed off at TrueAnon for being like, oh, you're just like delighting in like the conspiracy here. It's like, no, there's a material outcome to all this. And this is where we're getting to this part, which is that Dan Olson, who does this video called Weird Kids and Gaming the Algorithm, Weird Kids Videos and Gaming the Algorithm. Um, in it, he talks about how all of these videos have ads on them, for one. They have multiple ads on them, in fact. And on YouTube Kids, you can't really skip in the same way that you can the regular app. So people kind of just watch these ads. Now, he, as an example to try and figure out what was going on, uploaded five videos to a burner channel that were like various weird Elsagate shit, like a Finger Family song, um, an actually disturbing thing, blah, 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 blah. They all immediately got copyright claimed, like immediately got copyright claimed. Even though I don't know what I would say about like, I, I don't know if you can really copyright using these characters, but who cares? Point that he found is that all of these copyright claims, which were from different videos from different channels, all came from the same channel network. And all of these channels are connected to this network. Now, the other interesting thing is that half of these claims that didn't um, that then that came from a different network that was not connected directly to these channels original network. So the network is called like 3XRO. It's like it's like a this is called the SDF network because it's really just it looks like like three blah 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 blah. Like I just typed in the chat. It looks like crazy password you get on a website. That's what the the network thing is called. But then a larger overhead network, the copyright claiming this thing is called Mango Kids. So he estimated that. Conservatively, around 400 channels are under this, if not more. They're all rake all of these channels, all the ad revenue is going to one overarching thing. But not only that, to get a network like a channel network, that is not an algorithmic thing you apply for. You have to directly contact YouTube HQ and it's handled on an on a case by case basis, which means there to be multiple networks. In, like on multiple levels of hierarchy, not only does YouTube know about this, but they are actively approving it. And they're actively saying, okay, I am going to give you this multi-channel network because the reason why they need a multi-channel network is because the algorithm will force diversity. So on, on the kids thing, it's kind of based much more in the algorithm. So well, you could, in a perfect world, you might get a bad video, but then it would switch to a different channel. But if all the channels are the same shit, like same shit, but just under different names, it will just keep giving you these channels that echo off of each other because people who watch that channel watch that channel because they watch that channel because they watch that channel because, that channel because it's a mirroring because these kids are not making coherent decisions about what to watch. They're just letting the algorithm take them where they go. So... YouTube knows this is happening because they approve these channel networks. They have to, because that's their policy. This is not like, oopsie daisy, I have no idea what's going on in here. It's, I approve these networks and I approve this happening because if the advertisers don't know that their advertisements are coming before these weird fucking videos and are being advertised to literal children, an ad is an ad. And YouTube can get the revenue either way if they report, we have, I mean, this is obviously low, but like 400 million videos, 400 million views on this new channel, blah, 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 blah. 
look at all this growth and new faces who are watching your advertisements. It'll make them more money than doing the right thing. Let's even say not even the right thing, just like a mildly better than nothing thing and shutting down the channel. Instead of doing that, uh, they don't even take the advertising off of these videos because it makes them too much money to have these kids who end up basically addicted to this YouTube like drama factory and shit like that because like whatever. Point being, because they make so much fucking money off of this. Because YouTube makes money off of the dumb kids who watch Lele Pons, the dumb kids who watch Jake Paul, the dumb kids. I'm saying dumb as in not like idiots, like they should know better. I'm saying this as you're a child, they're your brain is developed. Like, right. So has, has YouTube uh, gone on the record with uh, like a defense of why these videos are are still ad supported why they're even up at all or do they just do they just ignore what i assume is quite a few they media will do the inquiries same thing that they did with kappa they did the same thing with kappa which is that they'll it talk a big game about cracking down on this they don't really crack down on it so like right. what what this crackdown did did anything of lele pons get touched no she got promoted more she got her own docu-series her own docu-series for YouTube to try and make her get a better image so that they wouldn't get in trouble because literally a couple months earlier Nerd City makes a whole video about how she's doing the same shit Jake Paul's doing and yeah but yeah response from YouTube they're like we'll delete the Toy Freaks channel so they'll delete the one channel that was the number one that, that was one of the biggest family channels that people were like this is fucking weird um like, um, I'm reading through this because they really didn't do that much. They deleted 50 channels that didn't fit the new guideline. So, wow. Oh, wow. Good job. They, really, they, 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 they wanted to brag later that they did 270 accounts. Oh, shit. Yeah, wow. You're really you're really cracking down on this, given that I can literally find this shit still to this day. Well, and, right. and the shit is like computer generated anyway. It's a, it's a fact. Mm -hmm. It's just a, it's a you press a button and an unlimited supply of like it's also it's murder so and rape so like, videos come out. What happens is that there's like the live action stuff like the family games and then there's the cartoon shit and the, the, the cartoons, the algorithm, these, these people who are making them are not really making like normal decisions because a lot of them are honestly coming out of like, like, a, a certain Asian countries like that just have these like super, these content farms basically. Um, yeah, and it's like not I to say like, oh, like fuck, like it's their problem, out. but it's not. Yeah. And but what they do basically is it's like a self-reflexive thing where like people in Russia will make weird fucking videos of them in, in Halloween costumes doing weird Elsa Gate shit. And then these peop these um computer animations will start to animate that stuff. And so it's twice the amount of content for the same concept. Love it. So good. Yeah. It's so good to it's so good to like have my niece watching the YouTube Kids app. Luckily, I don't think we've ever had like there have been some things that have scared her and like she's run away and like made me like change the video for her. And I, you know, like every couple of years there are those scares like, oh my god, this thing is taking over the app and it's asking kids to kill themselves. And, you know, like as if like the problem is like some fucking like spooky demon app thing and not like you know the fact that it's a an algorithm writing hell space but um 
But um, like I feel like I literally forget where I was going. I heard. I thought I heard. Sorry. I thought Bob was gonna say something. No, I just wanted just to say that off. like what gets me about all this is that like okay, so I get that we shouldn't really be policing speech. I'm not saying take down these videos, but it's that not only is YouTube approving their monetization, but also the algorithm that they're interested in promoting it because they make right. so much money off of it. The problem is that the only fuckwads who are actually dealing with this stuff. Senator Josh Hawley stated plans to introduce federal legislation that would ban YouTube and other video sharing sites, including videos that are proudly featuring minors as recommended videos, blah, 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 blah. Like, the Republicans now get to adopt, like, conservatives get to adopt this and make all of us sound like we're trying to be, like, you know, saying that you can't post anything and that we need to make our kids read the Bible more. No, I'm saying... You need to take down these disturbing fucking videos that you're promoting actively. And throw right, it open. Least, like, why are they letting this be on there? Right. At least, like, stop placing them. Like, they're literally putting them, like, on a platter in front of kids. Like, here, like, enjoy this. This is for you. This was made for you. This is good for you. Like, hmm? if it's the kids' app. Right. Like, it's literally like, kids don't even have to try to have their brains rotted anymore it's just like fucking like an iv like an iv drip of bullshit that they're just constantly exposed to yeah and it were because of people being terminally online and especially because of the pandemic forcing kids online like or like everyone online really like shit's gonna get bad like there's gonna be a mm -hmm. generation of kids it's probably going to get worse. And I'm not saying like, oh, the kids now are bad. Like, blah, blah, blah. like I'm a Zoomer. I'm only 22. Like, I'm not that old either. I'm just saying that the really young kids now, they're being exposed to objectively, objectively harmful content. And yeah, it's great, I guess, that the FTC is attempting to go after them. But also, like, as I told you, the COPPA thing isn't really attacking any of the people who are doing this shit. It's just making lives hellish. For people who make tangentially, I guess, kid-centered content that's not really about kids. It's about, like, I have a doll collection. Right. To analyzing um, the politics of Spongebob. It's obviously not meant for children. It's just... It's, it's frightening. So... I'm going to do what I do best on this show and engage in, in idle bird brain speculation. Um, sure. The uh, uh, Kennedy brought up how every couple of years there's a, there's a panic where like, like boomers on Facebook post about in the news media uh, talks about how like there's a, there's a demon in your phone that's going to tell your kids to kill themselves or whatever. Me, mm -hmm. which is fake. It's, it's bullshit. That doesn't happen. But it gets me every time though. What does happen, what does happen and has been happening for years is the shit that we're talking about on this show, which mm -hmm. has incredibly big money behind it. So, as my, like, brain starts vibrating at the resident frequency of the fucking universe, like, as it, again, we talk, Kenny and I talk about this all the time, I hate to say that everything's an op, but everything sure fucking seems like an op. Yeah. If it Looks walks like, like it. an op and talks like an op, it's a cop. That wasn't smart. But I, tried. but I think really what it comes down to is not just that they're making money off of this. If you want to talk about ops and if you want to get really, if you want to really open your third eye Let's here. Let's fucking go. 
it's not just about YouTube making a shit ton of money, which they're making a shit ton of money off of this, which is why it's so disgusting. It's also, I think about, people don't care the cruelty. The world is getting to a point where like, cruelty is so normalized that we don't even care when it's happening to children. And mm-hmm. so it's now like a funny joke that like, like think about how the Elsa Gate subreddit kind of devolved to people just being like, look how crazy the shit is on YouTube. It's like, no, oh, this is like terrorizing kids. And I think right. it really is. It's, people are now accepting that kids will have to be traumatized at younger and younger ages because there's yeah. everything is hell. Everything's hell now. We've just kind of accepted hell world. Like so the, the awful, the awful thing that comes to mind, the awful like phrasing that comes to mind is like grooming on a mass scale. Oh yeah. Oh, it's like, just normalizing of pain, normalizing mm-hmm. of suffering. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm reading this article from the New York times um, from back when this is a big thing. Um, but I'm trying to find, there's a psychologist who talks about what happens to this stuff. Like, it, yeah, see, YouTube's global head of family and says that there's and a needle in the haystack. And it's mostly family friendly, blah, 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 blah. It's like, fuck you. But let me get to the, I'm trying to find the part that's not the, uh, not the corporate propaganda in this, in the New York crimes. But um, I should be not as mean to the New York Times. Um, okay, Michael Rich, to the New York Times. <laughs> Dr. Michael Rich, a pediatrics professor at Harvard Medical School and the, and the director of the Center on Media and Child Health, that such videos brought up a host of issues for children. It's made much more upsetting by the fact that these characters they thought they knew and trusted are behaving in these ways. Um, and jo- he's joined by Josh Gollin, the executive director of Campaign for a Commercial Free Childhood that argues that inappropriate videos on YouTube Kids showed hazard of today's media reality. And algorithms are not a substitute for human intervention. And when it comes to make a safe environment for children, you need humans to monitor it. Um, I'm trying to find the part that I talk about. Um, yeah, this a lot of this you'll have to cut out of me just going, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> but point being, like, <laughs> this is traumatizing to kids. Like, I don't think you get that, like, as much as probably, yeah, shit slipped by the filters. Like, I'm going to read this quote from the, the original article. Something is wrong on the internet. What concerns me is not just the violence being done to children here, although that does concern me deeply. What concerns me is that this is just one aspect of a kind of infrastructural violence being done to all of us all the time. And we're still struggling to find a way to even talk about it, to describe its mechanisms and its actions and its effects. Kids, it's just easier to see the pain being done to kids because it comes to adults, it's a complete normalization at this point of just like abject suffering and trauma and reactionary and hatred and bitterness and all this stuff. Like, we are so normal to it that people talk about how, like, oh, yeah, when I was 16, I was watching what's that website that has all the videos of beheadings or whatever, like, just normal to like have extreme violence constantly. Yeah. I'm not saying stop playing your violent video games. Like, I'm not going to get on that fucking tangent, but like, we should accept the fact that, like, there's a reason the US military uses violent video games because right. they do numb your en- empathy. They do. They can be a great fun time. Trust me. Love Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Love fucking. I love GTA when I can fuck it, fuck it up. Like, it, like, they're fun games, but like, that doesn't mean that there isn't something deeply wrong with how 
objectively they numb your empathy. I'm not saying it makes you a school shooter or it makes you violent. I'm saying it numbs your empathy, which is something that no one cares about because, oh, I'm not hitting anyone. Yeah, you're not right. hitting anyone. You're not going to hurt anyone. You might just not give a shit when everyone around you is suffering. Right. It might just desensitize you to like the fact that things are painful. And which is why the U.S. military thing. uses it. Which is why even like even medical schools for some surgeons they recommend that they play violent video games because it makes you desensitized to death, like to death and to suffering. It's good and helpful for them who need to be desensitized to that, but like on a mass scale, I don't know. Right. It's just something. It's hard because, as I said, like it's so difficult to talk about this shit because it sounds like you're saying we shouldn't be allowed to, you know, have GTA or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that like this insidious thing that's starting earlier and earlier where you're just becoming numb to excessive excessive violence, pain, suffering, sexualization. I don't know how it ends well. I don't know how it ends well. I don't know how it ends well. And I just see heightening of apocalypse where people are acting like boiling frogs, where it's just like, same shit's getting worse, but what are you going to do? We're all suffering. It's like we're laughing at suffering and it just it's not even laughing and i'm not blaming anyone for this like when i say this i'm this is not in a personal indictment of you because like trust me i laugh at work jokes too or whatever i'm just saying that like in general we have become very numb to how violent and and awful our society is and it's how people suffer at, like most people are suffering most people are alienated most people are lonely and in pain and from younger and younger ages now, that shit's just being like, you're completely desensitized to the worst of it. Completely. And I, my last point before I left, let you guys, you know, rant, your end rants, is that it's another article that I think about a lot. That's not about these weird kid videos. And it's not really a conspiracy of any kind, but it talks about the startling rise in suicide in television shows aimed at kids. Not really kids, but like teenagers and young adults. Yeah. How... We used to have lots of stories about, like, like this is more and more now, seeing these stories that are just about complete nihilism. Whether it's this is us, and you know, Felix has this amazing show about going through all that shit of just like every single character is cancer and is getting a divorce and suicide is just all over the place. Like, whether it's everything in your life sucks, but you had to be taught, you know what, it's the American dream or whatever, or whether it's Hannah Baker and 13 Reasons Why, where I honestly look at that show as being really sad because it's a way of teenagers manifesting their complete nihilism about their alienation, where they're like, shit isn't going to get better. No one listens to me. I have no one to talk to. I wish I could just, you know, leave a bunch of tapes and kill myself so that someone would actually finally listen to me. Like, right. it's this complete powerlessness that we're seeing reflected in media where it's like, yep, the kids' content sucks now and what are you going to do? Because what are you going to do? And nobody does anything. So, like, where's, like, are they wrong? They can just keep going. So the algorithm keep going and they can keep making money because so beaten down now that it's, oh, man, look, there's, are my kids watching some garbage? Sucks. I wish I could help them, but I don't have any power over an algorithm that control that that is a monopoly of online video that controls my entire life the other alternative is disney which is another monopoly right. big and also netflix which has big mouth which is a whole other 
Mouth is a disturbing television show, but anyways. I I didn't know that it was a pedophile show until I saw a tweet that it was a pedophile show, but you know, I'm not surprised. It's not just surprised. a fun, you know, it's just a fun, quirky show, you know, just fun and quirky. I hate that I now see like the pedophilia all around me and like mm-hmm. most and like I'm right. Like Green it's not pedophilia reels up, like, rules we're everything not make, around. We're me. not making this shit up, like, you know. I want to actually. There's one last thing that I'm gonna try and find. So keep talking, but I have yeah, yeah, one yeah. last. So note. you know, like like going going into this and like kind of seeing like the general topics you're gonna talk about. You know, I really, really wasn't like expecting to to get drawn into a like a scenario where like you various YouTube stars and like content mills are like maybe wrapped up in like a global grooming scandal not 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 for like an individual child but for like all children it's normalization yeah to, it's to, all in pursuit of profit yeah to you know okay like 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 one we can make a big profit with all this but the the lack of youtube's going to make a shitload of money anyway they don't have to have these videos and it right. makes me like in post Epstein, I think I think you're crazy if you don't see a conspiracy in most things, most like mass media or 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 uh, anything with elites. And YouTube can, is going to make a ton of fucking money no matter what they put on their platform. They don't have to have like you know videos of like like SpongeBob doing beheading vi- videos on the kids app or like Minecraft. It, yeah, like, like Minecraft doing, sex, having like, anal sex on fucking camera. Like, what? It, it it really makes me wonder who or what group somewhere is like overtly or subtly pushing for the to for this stuff to remain on the platform and to remain accessible by you know a by a fucking baby. Oh God! So yeah, yeah, like because like, it, it has because like like Amelia said, like these channels existing and being profitable is not an accident. Like they were approved by the networks were approved by YouTube itself. Like these these uh, channel conglomerates or whatever that just pump out weird kids content, like that, like is teaching them how to how to be a functioning person in society but you know you know not not functioning the way that you know i don't know the shit that's grooming the shit that's grooming kids i mean um, is allowed it's explicitly allowed and incentivized yeah just are they are or is it is it to desensitize children to to violence is it to desensitize children to like you know, really like explicit, traumatic, like, like, like sexual events. Is it like all of the above? Like, I, I've been, I've been pretty, I, I've been pretty quiet during this episode because just like the longer it's gone on, the more depressed I've gotten. Um, it just it's like, dark. like putting the, you know, like I'm, I'm Charlie and always sunny, putting the, 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 the pins in the, in the stream between different, you know, and then, <laughs> and I know, and I know we're, we're, we're coming up to like the end of our recording, but I don't think we can talk about like, like kids and mass media without talking about like 
and you're gonna have to control yourself amelia but t- talking about like that hell demon dan schneider from nickelodeon Oh my God. Where, I will keep my mouth closed for the moment because we will have another 45 and, minutes added on if I talk about him. Right. Yeah. 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 We're going to, we will make like a war and peace fucking length podcast. But uh, uh, in brief, like my part status, if we should make a war and peace level podcast about all of my shit <laughs> I know about Dan Snyder, we're doing a part two. Uh, and we should. Just, yes. So we're doing yeah. a part two. So as a teaser, as a teaser, okay. We've tonight, Amelia has brought you through the horror of the YouTube algorithm and the way that it sucks children in to watching horrific videos. Um, and they get a shitload of money about it. Um, next, we will uh, bring you into the take you out of the realm of virtual grooming and into the uh, uh, world of a. Uh, real life grooming in your favorite children's shows when like even when I I was a kid mm-hmm. um in the uh uh in how even like even it no matter like how rampant you think this like pedophilia and grooming is it's in ten times more rampant it's so much worse and and not in like Eastern Europe or like Southeast Asia or like places where the news media uh, places it in uh, in America. Um, and 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 YouTube has like disaggregated it and decentralized yeah. it so that it's not only it's not only like the kids. Not that it was ever okay for it to just be the kids that get on Nickelodeon. It's any it's any family that wants to have a family channel. It's any kid that uploads videos it's you know anybody that works you know, i was t- actually talking with my boyfriend about this and this is something that is also speculation but like you know a lot of these kids work with talent agencies that are based in hollywood so they're working with the same people that were sending kids to be abused you uh, know. there's a little jake paul by the way there's a young person who's been added to the hype house whatever the tick whatever the fucking house, oh god the, the t10 house team, team 10. there's a literal oh, child why is he? Ha- why is Jake Paul hanging out with children in his fucking videos? Why is he inviting them into his sex dungeon house? Why? I'm trying not to like start screaming. I am very much not saying he's pedophile. I'm not saying that he's having sex with them. I'm saying there is something weird about him hanging out and asking for fashion advice in one video. A literal like four to five year old. That's mm-hmm. four to weird. five. Oh As my the kids God. four. I know, my that last not, thing. I know that this isn't like an individual problem and everything is system wide, but goddamn, I want to beat, I want to, I want to, I want to parody, I want to parody that person's parents. Parody, parody, parody. I want to parody them. You know, like, uh, I think one of the, one of the last things I want to say, and this is, this is mostly in preparation for uh, our part two, which seems inevitable now. Um, yeah. But this is, horrifyingly what i'm about to talk about has kind of remained a strictly (laughs) extremely online news topic but we're only a few days out from citizens in milwaukee wisconsin literally uncover allegedly uncovering a 
child sex trafficking ring. Oh, yeah, fuck, That certainly seems to be aided and abetted. If not just run by. If not just run by, allegedly. Allegedly. Milwaukee Police Department. Where these citizens, on their own volition, raided homes to rescue missing children. And not only did the the police department not respond to their calls... The police department actively fought them away from these houses. We live in hell. We live in hell. And I'll just, I'll just throw this out there. I'll just throw this out there. Everyone, everyone was speculating. Uh, this is just the nice little button, uh, you know, on that fucking all those kids in the camps at the border. Yeah. They went missing. Oh, Where yeah, are they? Yeah. We still don't fucking oh, know. Yeah. We still don't fucking know. And how many is it now? Like, fuck, like four thousand five hundred kids. Well, still happening. It's uncountable. Like, there's literally no counting being done. You could say whatever number you want. Fuck, I'm like, if there's I, no. I'm literally, I'm literally sitting like with my head like buried in my hands. Like, I want to end this on a slightly more positive <sighs> note. So I'm going to <laughs> end up here. Um, the reason I'm so passionate about this, and I know so much about YouTube and algorithm stuff, is because. YouTube itself, that the idea of having a platform for anyone to post videos and to, it it has created a lot of bad, obviously. It's also created a lot of really good stuff. Not a lot, like a lot, but like, I know proportionate to the rest of it, there's a lot of crap. But I watch Folding Ideas, when I watch um, Big Joel I watch, uh, who else has done really good content? Well, Nerd City. Yeah, Nerd City, when I talk, Drew Gooden, Cody and Noel, um, Annie Gonzalez, all these people. And a lot, I'm, I'm mentioning a lot of men, but there's a lot of women that I want to shout out, like Nisi Pisa. She doesn't do anything about like reaction videos, but she's just a very pleasant person who I like watching. Um, but I'm saying like, there's a lot of people are not inherently... I, I don't like what, that sometimes these conspiracies seem to end in, in like a black pilling because trust me, I have been struggling with black pilling the last couple of months to not completely lose all hope in humanity. But I had a, I had a black pill problem a couple months ago myself. So I'm currently just dealing with the black pill of I don't think love is ever going to be a real thing because we're all too alienated. But point aside, I never can be black pilled on the creativity and intelligence of there's just some people are just. People want to make good. Co- there are people who do want to make good content. There are good people in this world who are making makeup videos, who are making uh, video essays, who are making cooking channels. Binging with Babish, Joshua Wiseman, all of them, like they have like helped me through some of my biggest depression moments. I was watching the Try Guys, like when Keith eats the menu. Like, sure, it's not high art, but it's funny and it's pleasant and it's like something that makes me laugh. Like, there's a lot of good creators on these channels who again good does not mean they're ideologically or morally perfect i'm not saying that because also i know that dan has said some shit that i don't agree with when it comes to socialism but that's neither here nor there point being like if we were to like actually have if we were in a perfect world we were in we were in a socialist world like this could be such a good thing for all of us to have Mm -hmm place where people can make and produce their own content and there's no barriers to get it to a place most people can see it 
That's a net positive. That's what inspires me to not completely give up and to still try and make video essays, even though I know the algorithm will work against me and hate me and blah, 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 blah. Because I've, I've learned and I've grown and I've so much good has come out of my years on YouTube. But I also feel obligated to call out the cesspool of bad that the corporation is promoting. So all to say, like, YouTube is dog shit. The company is dog shit. I hate it. But the idea of a free platform for everyone to post videos, one day I really hope I see a good future in which we're posting this because people want to help. Because people like doing it and they want to help someone learn how to garden or help them learn how to cook or talk about their favorite movies or things that maybe it's not age appropriate for everyone, but it's appropriately advertised to who should be watching it. And it's all, and that's all I have to say is that I think there's a lot of good on YouTube, but I do get so intensely worried and anxious because the way the company promotes what it does, it incentivizes cruelty, meanness, violence, and just overall inappropriate garbage. Yeah, that's a perfect uh, end note for the episode. Um, wow. Um, yeah, we have we to will... give a fuck about kids. We have to give a fuck about our. Yeah, kids. we have to care about children because if children are going to be part of the internet ecosystem, we have to take care of them. If they're, they yeah. can't just can't have them be part of, of the wild west. And, yeah, right. Well, well, and so something that I would add to that is that we cannot. We certainly can't trust the fucking corporations to protect them because I think that we've proven over the last hour and a half that they don't give a fuck. But we also cannot trust the government to protect them. Yeah, because COPPA was just them trying to cover their own ass. Exactly. They're covering their own ass. They don't care. They don't genuinely care about stopping any of this. Unless it's the moralism of trying to take down, you know, left people on the left and stuff which i guess right. josh Hawley is gonna try and fucking do that yeah the 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 newest smoothest fascist in the senate oh my god i love that i've gotten really obsessed with the idea that the my pillow guy is gonna be the next it's gonna be the president after joe biden so that would that even, would, that oh would rock god. that would rock actually it's not gonna my be Tom Cotton, it's not gonna be josh Hawley. it's gonna be the my pillow guy or papa john my pillow <laughs> guy oh my god fucking imagine that ticket Papa guy, uh, Papa John, and my pillow guy. It's gonna be America, right? And then there. I think after that, it's gonna be Donald Trump Jr. I think we're gonna have the, another dynasty. You don't think, you don't think Logan Paul himself is gonna become president? No, I think I do think that Kim, Car- but I do think that Kim Kardashian is gonna run for governor of California. I think she's getting a law degree so she can run for governor of California, and oh my she God. is a psycho. I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian <laughs> is a frightening human being. I that Chris Jenner, if you're listening, I don't have any beef with you. You're a very powerful woman. I have a sticker of you on my laptop. Please do not come after me. <laughs> we stand for legal purposes. That's exactly <laughs> to, to 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 end the episode. I think all I'll say is that the bad praxis extended universe has a many threads to pull in the near future. 
Yeah. That's more content for you, our our dear listeners. Yeah. Aren't you you excited? Please buy my merch because you know we're going on (laughs) tour. Make sure to subscribe and like like take your own out. Picture a YouTube screen in your mind and Amelia is your mom's credit card and give it to Amelia being Venmo. That's A M E L I A B E I N G on Venmo and take and then take your mom's credit card. I am very much in debt. Me and Amelia are like pouring slime on ourselves in a suggestive manner to get children to like buy V Bucks for us. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> that'll be our next grift. <laughs> so, like, okay. So, while slime we're t shirt contest, <laughs> so since Amelia like, like dropped her Twitter in, in Venmo just now, this is maybe meaningless to all of our listeners, but fuck blue check clout sharks. Fuck okay. you. Name, 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 yeah. you content stealing. It's not that hard to fucking retweet a video, you dumb bitch. Just click the retweet I, button. I can't even be mad. I've like transcended to a new plane of existence where like I've seen so much Amelia. Okay, so this thing called Tay Voodoo that people talk about where like it's same thing as like, you know, like the Assad curse where like they talk shit about Assad, but like it's for like good people. So like, or whatever. I'm not going to do the Assad thing. Assad's, we're not dealing with that discourse today. I'm not dealing. <laughs> Isn't it Assad? Please not, do not come at me. We're not bad. We're not bad. We're not bad. We're not bad. Jake Paul is an Alawite. Yeah, exactly. Before, oh my God, I just want to get this point out so we can finish this episode. Um, but there's a thing called Tay Voodoo where people say that like if you cross Taylor Swift at some point, like for a petty reason, it'll come back to bite you in the ass. So that for many a person, but I've started to believe there's a thing called Amelia Voodoo, which is that People who I don't like tend to tell on themselves slash completely own themselves in the long term. I think my favorite example is one of my exes, but I'm not going to get into that. But actually, both of my exes have really, really heard that home. But point being, Voodoo's coming for you, girl. So congratulations on your 7,000 retweets of clout. Hope that was good because, you know few months time you know you might get a channel might get suspended or something something might happen i'm not going to do any part of it i'll just wa- sit back relax a nice cold drink you thought you never watch your channel get taken down. on the internet exactly like, you don't you don't you don't fuck with the bad practices extended extended cast you don't fuck with our crew my god what if she loses her blue check actually i don't know what their pronouns are so what if they lose their blue check mark that would be really really epic that would be an epic serve, my good sir. Under socialism, they would have to give their blue check to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, under socialism, not just would they have to give me their blue check, but then I would distribute it equitably yes. to all of my commie Swifties who all deserve blue checks. Gonna give a shout out to them. Hey, it, um, the audio abruptly ended here. So um, that's kind of the end. Uh, thank you for listening. Sweatshirts at fanjoy.co.
Backstreet Boys. 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 Backstreet Boys.